0: Cause that episode sounded so terrible. The Vegas episode sounded so bad with the lavalier mics that I bought. Friend of the show, Dice Game Uchiha, has done a a noise remix remake of it that makes it sound even more bizarre and uh, with feedback loops and extra grungy, crunchy sounds and stuff. It's pretty fun. So we're gonna we're gonna put that out as a as a bonus.
1: in an open field west of a white house this is episode 277 of insert credit i'm colin aka mox bagel filling in for alex jaffe i've emerged from the depths of the dirt bag to demand quiz answers from our panel of experts timed to a horrible buzzer as i said i'm colin and the visual novel i would recommend to someone's grandmother is root letter a game (laughs) about japanese tourism and remembering the past
2: God.
0: Frank has to go first. <laughs> yeah, my name's
2: Frank, and the visual novel I would recommend to someone's uh, grandmother. You know, I, I feel like uh, 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 *Cat in the Hat* teaches some important lessons about how to uh, how to be how to I don't know. I don't remember what lessons it taught, but I feel like grandparents probably
3: like that book. It's visual. You can look at it. It's a Yeah, novel sure.
1: Well, and they would understand its roots and Story.
3: Right. Oh, uh, I'm Tim Rogers and the visual novel I would recommend to someone's
1: grandmother.
3: Doesn't matter whose. Yeah, an unspecified grandmother. It could be any grandma.
2: It's like the, you know, like push a button and someone random dies, except it's like a random grandmother
3: appears. A Randmother?
2: Yeah, grandmother,
3: yeah. I ain't no visual novel expert. Visual novel, is that like a graphic novel? Is that the joke I'm supposed to make? I, I just made that one, basically. Yeah, well, no, you made it about a picture book. Uh, hang on, is that not a graphic novel? <laughs>
2: is the Cat in the Hat a graphic novel? Is Cat in the Hat a graphic novel? That's You the really question. need Jaffe to answer this question. <laughs> I don't think it is.
0: Jaffe would say no.
3: Graphic novels have to have word balloons. That's true. That is
2: not true. That is absolutely true. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Let's get Scott McCloud in here. Come on. Last I read, understanding comics, I would call *Cat in the Hat* a graphic novel, but uh, comics anyway. I would call I'm
0: self-taught comics. on comics. So. got *Cat in the Hat* rules, dude. Tim, you got one visual novel?
3: I don't got one. No. Uh, I'm, my grandmother's dead, so it's it's painful for me to think of answering this question. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. She died 20 years ago, and I bought a virtual boy with the uh, the check that she sent. Wow. Auspiciously, week two weeks before she died.
0: Uh, I'm Brandon Sheffield. If I were to recommend a visual novel to somebody's grandmother, uh, it would either be Hotel Dusk oh. or or Ace Attorney. Your average grandma could enjoy both of those.
2: Yeah, so Hotel Dusk is a visual novel? I thought it was an adventure game. It's a visual I
0: novel. I just
3: want to say here real quick that the main reason I didn't want to answer this question despite a a developing interest in visual novels is uh, I don't want to get into my too many thoughts on what is and isn't a visual novel. I, I made a video about Tokimeki Memorial and have received nonstop questions from viewers. Uh, Tokimeki Memorial isn't in English can you recommend any visual novels that are in english and i'm like ooh, you know my head wants to explode because Tokyo making memorial is not a visual novel i know i know that much well Uh, i have i have very i have have two strong thoughts on what is and what isn't a visual novel um i won't i won't get into them though so thank you
0: i'm loose with it and i would i i would be as happy to call Tokyo making memorial a visual novel as i would uh Ace Attorney or a hotel desk, which you could absolutely also call adventure games or uh, something else entirely. I
3: I think I think to to lump adventure games in with visual novels, it kind of uh, undercuts. The 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 massive amount of talent that goes into making a lot of these visual novels. Uh, I mean, I there's a lot
0: of talent that goes into making visual novels as well. Like, uh, well, that's what I,
3: I said. Visual novels. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. Um, and and I mean, also to call Tokyo Mickey Memorial a visual novel is also pretty reductive because uh, uh, the dating simulation has in my findings far more in common with the JRPG,
0: the JRPG, and or the raising sim uh as well. Yeah, I would say. But anyway. I'm keeping it fast and loose. Yeah, do what you got to. I don't know. If we limit the term of uh, visual novel just to like games made by Leaf or Kid, like Memories Off Pure or whatever, I don't know. We don't have much. So that's that's why I'm willing to push it forward a little
3: bit. What's the difference between a visual novel and a sound novel then?
0: That's an excellent question. But sound novels can release on a CD. What's the difference between themselves? a sound novel
3: and a podcast? That's another question.
0: You can't put a podcast on a CD. That's illegal.
1: The difference is I'm not on a sound novel right now. Question number one. What is your last Starfighter game? Which is to say a game that is actually a program to identify the perfect person to do the gameplay in real life in order to assist an alien race.
3: Tokimeki Memorial. That's my last Starfighter game. So in, in the last Starfighter, the guy was so good at the game that the alien race found him I've gotten so good at Mickey Memorial that like the ladies find you what no you the, there's, came there's, to your gonna, house? there's gonna be some planet of Shiori worshippers <laughs> who are trying to get her and they're gonna they're gonna bang down my door with a battering ram and arrest me <laughs> and uh bring me in and, and make me the chief detective in charge of the operation of, of taking down Shiori who in that on that planet is a serial killer um not a girl in high school so so
2: the question is specifically what are we super good at that we would attract the aliens is that yeah
3: I'm. Mean, well that's that's the the plot of the last starfighter if i'm not mistaken right right yep. is, is that the question okay okay yeah it's I not get-
2: it's not like create uh, uh like imagine someone else being the, the last starfighter as i am the last starfighter okay got it mm-hmm.
0: i watched that movie when i was like eight years old and then or nine years old and then i forgot about it
2: until now so well, congratulations. But you, you you, remembered exactly enough, which is all that anyone remembers of that movie, which is uh, the one-sentence plot. Uh, so you have enough to—you uh, are equipped for this question.
0: I, actually, I, I learned that from you just speaking, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> Critically, um,
1: you have to do it in real life, too. You won't be holding a controller. You will be somehow performing the video game actions.
3: Hmm. Yeah. So
0: I got to be good at
3: something? Good luck I've got to be able to predict Shiori's uh, actions Shiori in this world is a serial killer who has been taunting the police from <laughs> her 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 like glass fortress atop a, a giant pyramid uh where where she uh, just uh, uh, extracts and enacts and exacts her revenge on the people of the planet somehow and I need to trick her into uh, becoming my friend.
2: So the only the only game I've I think been like kind of exceptional at are are the Owndan. That's Oendon, yeah. Ah, um, yeah. And it's tempting to just be like, you know, I'll be a, the cheerleader that helps us eradicate the aliens or whatever, right? You know, I I will I will go to the uh, I don't even want to say it uh, go to the military and cheer for them. I don't, I can't see myself doing that. <laughs> yeah, but um, you got to respect but, uh, the troops though i mean that's all i mean if if it's if they're if they're like doesn't matter what planet they're space force now right i I can't (laughs) oh no i can't can't bring myself even in fantasy world to to do this job of of, i'm doing my cheering on violence would Uh, you like to learn uh, more starship (laughs) trooping yep Um, but, uh, it'd be something like that. And I don't, I don't think it translates into cheering, um, you know, uh, being able to recognize patterns and react quickly, <laughs> but, uh, I guess the, the closest analog, I don't know, it's like, uh, line reading piano or something, right? <laughs> like, like yeah. reading three notes ahead and doing it quickly. So I don't know, maybe I'll become a, a, a virtuoso, um, and, and, the, the play some really beautiful music, uh, that makes the aliens, uh, cry and stop. Uh, eating us That's good. I am not no good at
0: nothing. So I hope that humanity is not uh relying on me at any point to do a video game action. Um ain't
3: no video game you ever played that you're better than everybody else you know at it. There ain't one of those? Definitely not. No? There's not. No, for sure there isn't. Um For there, me it there, was it was it was NBA Jam was the one that came to mind immediately. And it's roll. like I can't imagine that's basically what Space Jam, where I would be Bugs Bunny or I would be Michael Jordan. Which one would I be? Would I be Bill Murray? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't want to give that answer because it just sounded like Space Jam.
0: There are brief periods where I'm the best at Oscar 120% of everybody that I know. And then someone goes away for two weeks and now I'm not the best anymore. A Storied beginning of Insert Credit was when um, I was briefly better at Puyo Puyo 4, Puyo Puyon on the Dreamcast than mm-hmm. Vincent Diamante, co-founder of Insert Credit. Um, Then he went away for two weeks and and just demolished me when he would set up combos and throw his controller on the ground. And uh, I couldn't do anything, even though his controller was on the ground. Um, So the answer is, uh, if I'm what we're
2: relying on, we're all going to die.
3: Congratulations. Yeah. Fair enough. Just real
2: real quick addition to mine, which is that um, my making the aliens stop eating us because they because of beautiful music is the plot of the first mother game which i'm also apparently very good at because everyone says it's too hard and i don't feel that way yeah that game ain't no too hard game it ain't people just don't think they just like hit everything what like you got you got you got them psychic powers and everything's actually kind of balanced even 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 mount e toy which is like supposed to be like ridiculously hard like there's a strategy if you pay attention mm-hmm
0: uh, I I just I forgot that I was number one in the world at the free to play iPhone game Princess Pajama. Uh, at one oh, point. Oh, PPG. So if it comes to like, um, deploying... I almost want you to
2: not describe what how this game plays, but but <laughs> I, I'll let you go ahead.
0: <laughs> it's just one of those tower offense games where you deploy Ow. troops at the right vector and 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 gather resources at the right gotta respect those troops so if i (laughs) i guess i could i would be deploying troops and um harvesting their 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 dead goo to feed other troops Mm. to make them go
3: forward again Eat those dead boys (laughs) eat those dead boys up right yep incredible
1: question two how would you redesign pinball to be more of a 30 minute game experience instead of a five minute game experience?
0: Oh, I was just playing alien slash aliens, the the newish pinball Mm -hmm. game that um, lets you play either alien or aliens, depending on which scenes you want to watch. And uh, one answer is that, (laughs) like, I want to see all this. Well, I have a better answer than this, but (laughs) FMV
2: cutscenes is your FMV cutscenes is my answer. No,
0: but but the the gameplay is is different depending on the cutscene, like what you're targeting toward, and and like the when when there's like a a horde of aliens coming toward you, that's the multi-ball and stuff. But anyway, a better answer than that is just make one of those fantasy pinballs, digital fantasy pinballs. I love those, like. um fantastic pinball on the ps1 and saturn um devil's crush alien crush
3: love those alien devils yeah
0: you just you just make it so that there's a lot of spaces to go Mm -hmm. um there's also that um whoever's island express yoku's island express yoku's island express the pinball
3: metroidvania yep decent game
2: any of those ways are good i haven't played that but that sounds like what everyone thinks pinball quest on the nes Mm -hmm. is without playing it yes definitely
3: and then you play it, and you just uh, you start just smashing holes in the wall with your fists. I, l- I
0: liked Pinball Quest anyway, uh, even though it was bad. As a youth, I didn't know about I didn't know about that. <laughs> I didn't know about stuff being better or worse. Uh, I did, and I hated it. Well, Tim, I'll, I'll let me set the scene for you. I was used to playing games on my 2600 and in television those were the the consoles hey that man I had.
3: I had a 2600 probably before you did probably you but did. Uh, I, I know what you mean uh, i'm almost certain you did we had we had a big old cardboard box full of full of just horrible games i went to meet my my
0: stepbrother and stepsister and they had an nes that they shared that their dad had bought them and uh the first game i played was pinball quest and i was oh, like oh man this is oh, way rules. more advanced
2: Oh, that's why you like it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> that's the only reason you like it. Okay, got
3: Was yeah. your reaction to playing an NES for the first time just like anger? That's what mine was. I was <laughs> so mad when I went to my friend's house and he had Super Mario Brothers. I was like, what is this? Why is this good? We tried to get our mom to buy us an NES for Christmas, our mom and dad. And our mom said, you boys already have an Atari. And I was like, Nintendo's the real game's mom. And uh, that phrase has stuck with me my whole life. <laughs> Nintendo is the real video game's mom.
0: That used to be true till Sega came along.
3: Yeah, Sega is what Nintendo don't. So uh, Pinball, ha- who amongst us has not uh, sauntered in, just kind of swaggered into an arcade uh, it- at some point in their life, plunked in a token, and begun playing a game? And it's just, you, and then you eventually, you get it, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) you like you get it and you're like all right i don't need to play this anymore and then it just keeps going and then you end up walking away from the arcade machine have you had this? I've done that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. When was when was the first? Do you have it off the top of your head? Do you remember the first time you did this? I do, um,
2: but I, I can't remember the name of it. It is a pinball machine, not not a, a
3: video game. I was about to say for me it was also a pinball machine.
2: It was one where there's like a, a, a holographic projection of a screen on the field, like in the back, and it is mm. an alien invasion thing. That mm. so whatever that game is, I played that machine <laughs> for a good like. I don't know. Felt like ten. Might have just been five minutes, and just been like, I'm, I'm bored. <laughs> what was yours, Tim?
3: Um, I mean, it, it, it matters not. Uh, it okay. was, uh, it was just, uh, I, I, what I'm saying is, uh, sometimes I, I recall as a child playing all the pinball machines that showed up in the arcades and pizzerias of the various uh, United States military installations scattered across this continent. I would, I would play any pinball game. And every once in a while you'd play one and it was too loose with the multi-ball. It was uh it was there was just something hinky about it. Hinky's the only word I can think of to describe it. There was there was some some avuncular adjective about the game and that made you just be like, it does it didn't feel right. It felt like the game was making fun of you, right? That's that so I feel like the very first time I walked away from a game. I'm not going to name and shame this particular pinball table, which might have had a difficulty setting tweaked on it. It was just like, I'd gotten like nine free balls. Did, you know, the owner's nephew get under there and uh, rig it to have more fun? So what I'm saying is, uh, pinball should feel a little mean in general. Uh, And if you want pinball that is a longer, more engaging experience, roll back the clock until you're, you're at Pachinko again and then uh that's basically it and then you know get a bucket of balls and you're playing pachinko which is just cruel of fatalistic casino pinball which i believe is the true potential of the art form uh thank you everybody play pachio Coons adventure for a playstation
2: or, or pc i i, I want to throw i want to throw in a, a pinball game before we run out of time that i think oh, with uh, examining which is Flipnik, uh, flipnick i think is really interesting oh that Flipnic. game's that game's dope designed by uh a former capcom fighting game planner um and ape escape team member and Mm -hmm. also the the fantavision uh designer is this really bizarre uh sony developed um large-ish uh pinball world i don't know that it really has like a narrative or anything but it's one of those things where it's multiple tables connected to each other and really weird and interesting sound design and, and very relaxing. And, and it is one that uh, I think a half hour is about right. That was the question, right? Half hour. Yep. Yeah. Like that, that, that is a perfect half hour pinball uh, is flip Nick, I think.
0: And just to throw it in there, Tim, to your question about the uh, game that you're like, okay, I get it. Um, It's a little unfair, but it was Pac-Man set to free play. Someone set Pac-Man to free play. Oh yeah. And, Kind of without the threat of death, I was like,
3: all right. I get it, I guess. (laughs) No thrill in performing well at Pac-Man if you can just start over and there's there's no stakes. Uh, I would say also the the anti-answer to this question is not Sonic Spinball. (laughs) Not Sonic Spinball. More Kirby pinball.
0: (laughs) that's 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 the music of that game
3: (laughs) it's more more kirby's pinball or kirby tilt and tumble or one of those gimmicky uh game boy games than sonic's pinball
0: man i love those gimmicky pinballs
3: metroid prime pinball yeah metroid prime pinball
0: i like that one somebody stole mine i don't like the
3: mario one though mario's pretty good the mario pinball weirdly is awful i can't believe they remade the metroid prime and they they haven't remade metroid prime pinball yet uh when's that happening Yeah, get on it those dirt bags
1: I know in a previous episode, we talked about, or the pod talked about, um, the bump combat in Ease book one and two. Yeah, love like it. Like very pinball adjacent. Um, that would be very good.
3: Yeah. Mm. A true pinball quest.
1: All right. Question three. What fighting game has the most creative single player campaign?
3: Well, I mean, everybody's going to throw out, everybody just kind of wants to, it's like baiting somebody into talking about toe ball number two or whatever, right? Where they got the big old dungeon and yeah, you're down in there fighting a hundred playable characters.
0: But I was trying to think if that really counts, like,
3: because it's- I don't really uh, think it does. Well, I mean, yeah, it does. I don't know. I guess it does. It, I mean, it, it, it was a mind blower at the time, but it was usually a, a long distance mind blower.
2: I think that only counts if like- Batman Forever counts, which is just like Probe took Mortal Kombat and and made a side scrolling Batman game. You know, isn't that kind of the same thing?
0: Yeah, so does Guilty Gear Izuka count because they made a side scrolling beat em up out of Guilty Gear? Uh, like no, it almost, would. but it doesn't feel.
3: I think it has to be in the game. Yeah. Total Ball number two was okay. a one on one fighting game. And when I call it a long distance mind blower, I mean it blew the minds of people who have probably never played it, right? Like you, you, you would you would see screenshots of it on a website. I saw a commercial,
2: and I, I mean, I forgot about it until now. But like, I, I, I was very fascinated by the commercial for for a three D fighting game in a dungeon.
3: Like, yeah, that has a whole dungeon mode that where you. That's how you unlock all the characters. I actually have a better one cool. than that. But let's Me let's hear what Brandon thinks is a better okay, one than that.
0: So my mine is a better one to think about rather than to play but Revengers of vengeance oh. on the Sega CD was a an RPG fighting game and your your stats would go up and you had an overworld but all the fighting game battles were fighting game battles um but it had it had this RPG mode and it was it was in you there no I love that genre yes yes yeah the, the weird the RPG final,
2: final lap twin uh whatever that tennis game is <laughs> world circuit
0: tennis something like that' world. Yeah. Championship, court, tennis... I love Uh-oh. getting in random <laughs> battles that are not... Uh, RPG fights yeah
2: whatever that Famicom series where you play as a pachinko ball is there's like a casino one of those
0: like that's you... Pachio-kun I think
2: yeah that's right yeah,
3: pachio yeah. dude that <laughs> probably became uh, a whole series rules but...
0: <laughs> it, it did like it, it's there's a PC Engine 1 Tim was talking about the Playstation 1 one we, yeah. we're all which
3: is basically just it's it's like the, the PC Engine 1 but somehow like weirdly worse
2: so
0: we're all
3: we're all coming <laughs> to this series is what it sounds like
0: yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's uh, Pachio-kun is the
3: answer to all of the questions on this episode god love patrick i i would say the best uh in all seriousness the best one-on-one fighting video game uh with single player, the best single player like content in a one-on-one fighting game in history i will go 100 to bat for not tekken 3 which had tekken ball mode and the brawler mode that was really awful i would say another namco classic soul edge also known uh-huh. as Soul Blade for the PlayStation 1 had a quest mode that had a whole bunch of historical details about all the characters they were really really entrenched in making it a a historical fighting game that that taught you stuff about history and it's like you read the bios for the characters it's like Mitsurugi you know height 4 foot 11 or whatever because people were short in the 16th century right it's like a, it was kind of cool and then you would unlock, like, a million outfits and a million weapons that all did different effects. And every battle had different, uh, like, different restrictions on it. There was a cool world map that you could go on and, and try to S-rank the fights and whatnot. It was just, a, it was a really, really dope experience. And that game also famously had, like, three soundtracks to it. It had the original arcade version. It had an orchestral-arranged soundtrack. And then it also had the con Super Session, which was what they called the third soundtrack that was uh, wild. It wasn't even remixes. It was just new, weird stuff. And that, that quest mode was just beautiful because every character had a million things and an
0: ending. Ah,
3: it was good stuff.
0: I could also see a good case for just King of Fighters in general because each, each um, bit that you finish of the story kind of adds to the larger story and, and it has a lot of mysteriousness to it, but that's, that's, that's just like extremely straight. So, um, yeah, you know, it's weird, but there, but there were like team combinations that you could get special endings from and things. And that, that, that felt like something at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: quick Patio kun uh, fun fact. We want one
3: of those. Let's hear more yes, about Pachio. Got- yeah, good old Pachio. Love that guy. Hero of the show.
2: Uh, I'm assuming we're talking about the same character, the coconuts in Japan was the publisher. Is that who we're talking about? Might could be. I don't remember. <laughs> so um, there was a Famicom game called American Dream, and that's what I was thinking of. Which is uh, you play as a pachinko ball, and it's a, it's a overhead sort of RPG, and you go in casinos and play games and stuff. Um, so that was Coconuts Japan. Um, Coconuts U.S. was a company that existed in 1989 and uh, signed up to be a licensee for Nintendo and never shipped anything and disappeared. And I cannot oh, wow. figure out who ran it or anything. But oh, God, man. that rules. But they submitted two games to NOA, and neither got published. And one of them was a localization of American Dream, yes. which I just cannot imagine. No. in 1989, in we weren't US. ready for that. Like we were not ready for <laughs> we're that. Not ready for that,
0: man. Coconuts Japan. I'll start up your new branch. I'll do the it. other
2: one. The other one was a was a bowling game that that never came out even in Japan, but uh, a prototype came out. So it's online. Go find it. Pachi is
1: bowling. No, he's not in it. Question number four. If Capcom had made a Mega Man Legends every year since nineteen ninety seven like FIFA, what yeah, would dude. it be like now? Oh it'd, <laughs> Awful. it'd, it'd be so bad. It'd be
3: a games as a service by now. It probably yeah, would it have would been be since NFTs. Like, yeah, I mean, okay, so there you know, Capcom made Monster Hunter, which is like uh the light side version of a games as a service game you know speaking in force terms and in star wars vocabulary here right so it's uh monster hunters like the, the 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 paragon path of the games as a service game i feel like it would be somewhere uh around there i don't know it could be a
0: Fortnite. Um, at that point, because yeah. like you, you download your new Mega Man characters and you run, like it might I guess I could see Capcom going more in like an MMO direction and then they would have a Fortnite mode. Yeah,
3: it, it seems so stupidly obvious for there to be some kind of a Capcom Mega Man battle royale it does. game where you make your own robot master. Mm-hmm. Right. And you literally you get to design your own Mega Man robot. That just seems like a really stupidly obvious thing. Mega Man Legends twenty twenty four would probably be something like that mm-hmm. at this point.
0: Yeah, because they would've they would have built it up over all this time because you know, FIFA has has like running around modes, going into a mall, getting the getting your date farm outfit or whatever. Um there's there's just all that extra nonsense in there and so I think that Mega Man probably would have gotten to that they would have gotten to it like by way of playstation home or some <laughs> bizarre way of of getting there but i think i think that's probably what would have happened um or we'd just be getting seasons
2: or it would just be a completely impenetrable story like like kingdom Hearts, oh, yeah. but yeah. worse at this point yeah and like you have to read multiple like comic and and, and manga series some of which uh have never been translated uh, in order to fully understand, like like a character shows up and you're just expected to know who they are, and they were like in something that was never outside of Japan.
0: Yeah, there's a dramatic angle and it's like, oh my god, I can't believe they're back
2: from the dead, and it's right. like I've I've never seen this person. Yeah, I have no idea. It would be is. exactly like that. Um, Roll sister th- <laughs> Lowell. <laughs> uh, the art style would not be interesting anymore. It would it would it would be completely uninteresting now. Yeah, um, it wouldn't be like ugly. It would just be boring.
3: It would have at some point in the last like 12 years, it would have become too modern anime Mm -hmm. for a large portion of the fan base. It would have become way too, like it would have, they would have redrawn the faces. It would have been akin to something like what happened between Tokimeki Memorial 1 and Tokimeki Memorial 2. And then Tokyo Mega Memorial 2 to Tokyo Mega Memorial 3, right? Like, the, the the faces would just become too... The, uh,
0: the, the 90s really messed everybody up with with anime. It's just yep. like the eyeballs, they they kept taking more and more facial real estate. Yeah. Uh, and the chins just kept <laughs> receding. Oh, was phenomenal. The noses disappearing.
3: The late 80s, early 90s, that's the sweet spot, right? And that's where Mega Man has kind of always hovered, yeah. right?
0: You, you don't, you don't want to saber marionette J the Mega Man series. You're going to get in some trouble.
3: Yeah, so they would they would have gone through a sort of a Guilty Gear looking phase, and then they would have gone through a just ultra-modern anime phase, and they would slowly be modernizing it. I mean, they would be all about HDR, uh, mm-hmm. there would be ray tracing in the PC version. Because, you know, you get your shiny metal. Shining. Oh, come on.
2: You, you actually think they're going to put effort into the PC version. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, well, okay. Well, the console versions
3: have ray tracing yes. as well. Yeah, so. that,
2: I'll give you the console one. Yeah. And then and then the, the PC one comes out and
3: it doesn't for some it would, reason. It would have poorly performing everything. Yeah. Have you ever tried to get HDR going in a PC game? It's a, <laughs> it doesn't make... I don't understand it. I think they'd have,
0: they'd have Dr. Wily and Dr. Wowie at this point. Oh, oh yeah, like a split universe thing. Split universe yeah. where yeah. Dr. Wowie yeah. is also there.
3: There'd be some kind of multiverse. Every time there was a new
2: release, um people would find that they reused one animation and the tweet about it would blow up. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Also Tron Bond would be so hot. <laughs> like like just like ridiculously hot yeah. in like a really creepy way at this mm-hmm. point. And uh I mean that's a thing for real. Uh <laughs> I mean yeah, <sighs> I I think it it would it would have become a sort of what I'm saying is I think it would have become a sort of Monster Hunter like the except with more of a, a stronger single player component than Monster Hunter and every year they're just uh, they're adding more quests because that seems to be what uh, they've they've funneled their brain into uh, so assuming uh, what I'm saying is if Mega Man Legends had a like FIFA a new installment every year between 1997 and now I don't think we would have Monster Hunter does that make sense? Mm-hmm. yes and yeah. you would be it it would be a fantasy star online like at this point where you're going into dungeons to fight new robot monsters developed by by Dr. Wily who you just can't can't kill the guy uh he keeps escaping the justice and then you and your friends who are your custom made robot uh, dudes would have to go in and fight monster hunter style legendary Dr. Wily guys in these new environments created every year and it would be DLC at this point.
0: I think we would still have um, Lost Planet though, because Lost Planet would be like the the realistic version. Oh yeah, of of uh, of Mega Man Legends. I mean,
3: I think Mega Man Legends right uh, twenty twenty three would probably look a lot like Lost Planet. Mm-hmm. They would probably even have a, have a hun playing Mega Man at this point. They would have attached some like uber hot Korean celebrity at some point to yeah. Mega Man and. He would, despite being deep into middle age at this point, he'd still be playing Mega Man. They'd still have him on the hook. Let's
0: switch him over to Doctor
3: Wily, one of his reliable paychecks. Doctor Light, yeah, he's not that old. <laughs> Doctor Light, how old is Doctor Light? Doctor Light he? is old. I mean, how uh, old is he now at this at this point? Nice <laughs> <laughs> check he, his wikipedia
2: well well in this timeline you know in the current uh uh legends game you know he's he's actually like infinite because he's he's sort of a combination of of every soul that has ever been so uh you can't really put a number on it um in mega man legends uh it started in what 23 at mega legends 23 that makes sense like
3: uh, is he yeah. is he like that whoever brian cranston was in power rangers at this point i feel like what? it the the face and in, 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 in uh in Power Rangers. That was Brian Cranston? Yeah. Yeah, dude. You didn't know that. As Zordon was C- Brian Zordon, Cranston? that's his name. Yeah. That was Brian Cranston. What?
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, <time>. dude. <laughs> you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Uh, he was he was also in the, the, the new Power Rangers movie that came out. That was uh,
2: So like in the OG Power Rangers, like Yeah, the first yeah,
3: yeah, and and he pl- he reprised the character in the new Power wow. Rangers movie. Because he's just such a cool guy, I guess.
2: I don't think that's
3: true, but let's find out. I don't know, man. You you don't think it's true? Uh, so that's that was, interesting. That
2: <laughs> Brian Cranston and Invader Zim were the people in that room. That's kind of cool. You
3: know yeah, I mean that guy rules, right? Doesn't he?
2: That's not
1: Brian Cranston. No way. No. All right, question number five. <laughs> no Man's Sky just got its twenty fourth content update. Dang. What game would have most flourished with this much after release developer support?
2: uh Mega Man legends mm-hmm. obviously i mean i just read a a, a pretty good luke plunkett editorial about uh, cyberpunk that sort of is along these lines but i That that is not my answer <laughs> uh but it is something that comes to mind it's kind of a fun read go look that up on uh kotaku
3: yeah it's basically everything that i said in my review except uh with uh less uh, it only took me like 20 minutes except with yeah. less much much <laughs> less fun and uh uh, about less than one percent the jokes. So less than I would say less than point one percent the jokes. Oh, also Brian Cranston wasn't Zordon in the TV. I never I never saw the TV show. So
0: <laughs> I knew it. Somebody David I mean, J. I, Fielding.
3: I, I never watched that show. David yeah. J. Fielding.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I just watched the Power Rangers Christmas special last year. So um, well,
3: Brian I... Cranston was in the. He was in the movie. Uh okay. The uh, the 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 newer movie, which I found very funny. Fair enough. So that's fun.
1: You were probably more into Sentai's U Ranger. Oh, yeah, the uh, the, the
3: Yeah, Japanese. Or, uh, or, or VR Troopers. I, n- I never saw any of that stuff. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the question?
2: I, I didn't watch Power Rangers. I watched VR Troopers. That's right. <laughs> I watched. Uh, I don't watch none of that stuff. Uh, Beetleborgs, was that the name of that one? Oh, Beetleborgs yeah. was definitely
0: one, that's for sure. Yeah,
1: yep, Mast Rider. Uh, I don't was, watch none of that stuff. <laughs> The question was, what game would have most flourished with a No oh, Man's yeah. Sky style uh, after developer? Right,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's
0: good. That's a good joke. Um, uh, Ultima Online.
2: That's not true. No, it's not like, true. Like, that, that game has degraded uh, and is still online as far as I can tell.
0: It is. I believe it is still up there. Yeah. Um. Wait, Fantasy Star Online. Um, because then that means the dreamcast is still going so it benefits all of us
2: (laughs) you don't think that they just moved on to the next platform
0: not in this universe that i'm creating right now oh well okay maybe they moved on to the next sega platform that they were able to make because Because they were got it because they were able to keep (sighs) going
1: would sega have made more broadband adapters though it's the real question
0: um, they would have had to because of their amazing success that I'm inventing yeah, for them. The
2: incredible demand
0: that happened. Yeah.
2: And and that GameCube key- keyboard controller would actually be a Dreamcast one.
0: That's right. And um, the the Dreamcast broadband adapter would cost like five cents now instead of $200. Yeah. So that, it's, a, it's a good universe. Every time I see a Dreamcast out in the wild, I immediately flip it around to see if there's a broadband <laughs> adapter on there because uh, I, I don't got one. I don't have, I I thought I did, I think I did at one time, but I cannot find my original dream, my original Japanese Dreamcast. I think it's, I think it's lost to the winds of time, unfortunately. So, uh, honk.
2: All right, I'm having a hard time with this question because uh, I like games that just end. You know? Yeah, me too. <laughs> so...
3: so, also, I mean, the No Man's Sky has become sort of a a, a favorite hypothetical conversation uh, piece. It was basically released in early access, but they didn't call it early access. They just called it the release, and mm-hmm. people got mad. And they just finished the game gradually uh, as sort of DLC. So it was kind of a uh, it was kind of a communication problem uh right i mean yeah. i don't
0: know but also they did manage to turn it around to have a big community and and that warranted 24 content updates which is kind of yeah
3: cool. yeah the 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 community that stuck with them and uh but a lot of those people turned out to just be kind of you know the weirdos who were like oh yeah, you finally added this when are you gonna add this right so i guess i guess that's what gets uh gets gamers going these days uh being mad is uh uh being mad and then seeing uh, the developers do the thing that they suggested and feeling like the developer only did it because they suggested oh, that, it.
2: that is definitely not a slippery slope there yeah let's, 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 <laughs> it's uh you say fantasy star,
3: fantasy star fantasy star online is fun and it's like uh, fantasy star online formed the basis for monster hunter very obviously right Certainly. so do you remember Brandon mm. uh I could because I do I I remember some people that I knew in person. Like human people, those people being very disappointed in Fantasy Star Online because they wanted a single player content. Oh, yeah, did you, did you know anybody like this?
0: I I did know a couple of people like that, but um, I mean later they added some like for the yeah GameCube ones and what if they
3: added yeah. a big old full Skies of Arcadia style uh rpg to it at some point in the future i'd play it. that would be the no man's skying of that particular game
1: yeah
2: i mean that was that was me with that game I, I i to be fair i i played it only offline as part of my like how many dreamcast games can i buy for five dollars or less in 2001 binge yeah Um, but it wasn't a very good single player uh, yeah I never yeah. connected online because i didn't care um but if that was a really good single player i mean I was a fantasy star fan at that right. point, so I, I would have yeah. played the heck out of it.
3: Yeah, if they would, if they would have patched in a full-blooded, big, grade A, premium ground beef RPG, you know for people to play and enjoy. And like actually connected it to the old games a little bit more,
2: like once yeah. in a while one of the songs would come back and you'd be like, "Oh, I know this one."
0: I was just reading some stuff about the development of that and how they, you know, they very few people that worked on the original games were even in Sega at that time, and so they they were free to kind of do whatever they want with Fantasy Star Online. It was just wild for me to think they were like because it had been so long since Fantasy Star 4, uh, they had all this freedom, whatever, but the, that that so long was like five years. <laughs> it was like from, from a Genesis game, there wasn't one on the Saturn and then they were in the dreamcast. And like, when, when you think about how small a gap that is, but how large a technological leap happened during that time period, it's, it's interesting and weird to think about. Um, so when, when Final Fantasy Star 4 come out, was it 94, 93, 94? Um, I think it was like 90. 596? Like, it was kind no. of a late one, wasn't it? It was late, but maybe maybe 94, maybe 95. But um, It's
3: a tasty game.
0: It's just wild to think that they were like, since it's been so long, and they're talking about, like,
2: starting the project in
0: 1999, <laughs> four oh.
2: years later. So, Japan end of 93,
3: North America beginning 94. of
2: 95. 95. 95. Wow. So, okay. basically
3: in 1994.
2: Europe uh, end of 95, two years
3: later. Sorry, you're those losers. Get hacked. And it was probably also a PAL version, too. Oh, ew.
2: Yeah, God. PAL smells like cigarettes.
3: <laughs> Fantasy, Fantasy
2: Star 4 is pretty
3: cool.
1: Yeah, let's take a break.
0: I cannot find my goddamn phone. That's why I couldn't look up Brian Cranston right away.
1: <laughs> I have heard that, that urban legend about Brian Cranston and Power Rangers.
0: He, he might have been in an episode, but he was not Zardon. I did watch that show, and it was like a big, big jowly man.
1: Have you watched the Sentai series that it's based on? No, I haven't. So I watched it really recently, and it
0: rules. Several series, I suppose, that it's based on. But...
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like that first, that first season of Power Rangers, though, it's like... They are, like, ancient dinosaur-evolved beings, like in the Mario Brothers movie. Okay. And, like, there's all this magic. It sort of rules. I'm into it. All right, question six. In level two of the Intellivision game Ice Trek, you build an ice bridge using a grappling hook to grab passing river icebergs, shooting fireballs with a torch to prevent incoming icebergs from destroying it. All right. What is your favorite novel gameplay mechanic or moment in the midst of an otherwise unremarkable game? Ooh. Shoot. Mm. That's a big question,
2: Jerry. Yeah. Mm. And I feel like it's sort of leading The Witness to start with this weird Intellivision
3: game. Not- <laughs> the Witness? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, those, those line puzzles. The Witness. In the middle of a game about just walking around in 3D in a place with cool art direction. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> the line puzzles? Exciting. Yeah. Leading the witness. That's right.
0: Man, I'm gonna come up with something eventually. What about toe ball number one where they had a really cool <laughs> dungeon section in the middle of Well a toe ball number two, it's it's better though. Yeah, ball number two. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's not a mechanic though, that's a mood.
2: I- I'm still waiting for toe ball number three. Well, it's even better than toe ball number two is uh, Mambo number five. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you ever play that one. If only, uh, if only anybody knew the names of like any of the ninety-eight playable characters in Toe Ball Number Two, uh, they could put together a really good Mambo Number Five cover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just listing off the names of the characters. <laughs> but nobody knows who any of those characters are. They simultaneously had Akira Toriyama and asked him to make as much frivolous trash as he could, which you know, fun challenge for any any artist who commands big dollars, I suppose.
2: Okay, so I'm, I'm, I need you to repeat the, the end of the question. I don't need the
3: Ice track part. Are you through.
1: sure? I'd be happy to talk about Ice Trek
3: more. No, now. don't talk about Ice track again. That's novel mechanic in the middle of an otherwise unremarkable game, right? Yeah. yeah. A mechanic
1: okay. or a moment. You know, this was a middle level that was mechanically different than the others.
3: So it, that's going to be,
0: for me, an older game because I uh, haven't had time for media. Oh, wait, actually, <laughs> I take it back. Um I really like the first dungeon music in Harvestella, which is a pretty unremarkable uh-huh. game. I was about to say that it, this was only going to be from my past then because I have stopped playing unremarkable games for very long, but that is a false because I'm playing Harvestella. Um, that music is really cool and it kind of sounds like, You can't even really, there's vocals in it that at first you can't tell if they're vocals at all. And then once you focus on them, it's it's really neat and weird. To me, that was something that let me go through kind of the rest of the game is the hope that there will be more music like that that's interesting enough. So that kind of, that kind of got me. Oh, and also in that game, because you can be, you can be non-binary and I was like, oh, that's a little interesting, but that's as far as that goes.
3: Interesting
2: having a really hard time with this like i've got i've come up with some joke answers like uh when when you're playing bioshock and suddenly do some hacking and it's a sliding puzzle or whatever it's Mm -hmm. incredible but uh yeah that's just the witness joke again though
0: it is
3: exactly when you learn you can jump in the witness dude (laughs) blows your mind when you finally get the gun in the witness that was pretty cool though yeah that's true yeah
2: i like that i mean i was disappointed by how many things didn't like break you know he just kind of did the decals it just didn't seem like him but i don't know The
0: witness turns into the hitness
2: um yeah uh that's it's t- i mean
0: this this is a weird thing that um could cause tim and i to get into a whole uh long conversation later but um final fantasy 15 i sure liked everything that wasn't the main game in that same no i mean you. the main
3: the main i mean but the main uh,
0: game wound up being that for me. So, like, fi- yeah. fishing, side quests, running around, that was the game, and then I had to get distracted by the
3: stupid story. A common conversation is to talk about how good the side quests are in a game, as though you're, like, this is, like, every conversation about The Witcher 3, for example. It's like, you know, uh, you know, it's actually pretty good is the side quests. So, talking about the side quests, like, they're secret. Right, like like you're well, not supposed to touch them, like they're forbidden. In
0: Final Fantasy 15, it's it's like they are made by different groups of people, and they probably were. Like oh, sure, there, sure. There were two two games in opposition there, and I liked one of them.
3: Well, I mean, in Final Fantasy 7, all those mini games were made by like Namco or Tose or like whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the submarine thing, Final Fantasy 7, dude.
2: Riding that motorcycle. Okay, I'm I'm gonna throw something out just to see if it spurs any ideas. All right, because I don't sure. have any, but. I like when a game uses its existing mechanics in a very weird way out of mm-hmm. nowhere in the middle of it to do something else. I just can't yeah. think of any examples. I like that also, if I could think of examples.
0: I thought of something that's totally different, which is a mode I really liked in a game I really liked. <laughs> um, but the mode was very different, which is the the cabaret basically diner dash mode in um in many of the yakuza yeah. zero and oh, that's a
3: sweet one yeah i
0: love playing through that as soon as i get the opportunity to do it i basically stop playing yakuza yeah and finish that cabaret game as much as is possible
3: that's absolutely not a unremarkable game no. though no
0: that's the, that's the problem
3: the, the yakuza games possess this miraculous balance of I mean, even if you hate the combat in Yakuza games, which some people do, mm-hmm. right? Or you just mash the—I uh, I I was about to say mostly. the X button—because uh, I play them on my Xbox controller. The square button, I believe, would be the button if you're playing on PlayStation. If you just mash the square button, the game might be unremarkable to you. You know, just press the triangle Maybe. button every it's once hard. in a while. That's all you got to do. Yeah, hit it sometimes. Just press it sometimes. They just go back and forth on them. Those games are just too remarkable. Yeah. Uh, the, the, cut, the, the the cut scenes are good. The side quests I mean, are good. I mean, we
0: frequently remark on them, so.
3: <laughs> yeah. They're just too. Re- the cut scenes are good. The side quests are good. Yeah. The walking around is fun. Mm-hmm. I even occasionally enjoy just punching a random couple of dudes in those games. I don't know. Yep. Sometimes I like just standing there. Yeah, just standing around and like rotating the camera really slowly.
0: Standing around, rotating the camera, looking at all the all the things. I found a I found Frank's house. Frank, remember? I, I sent you a picture of it. Frank! Uh, there was what? a building in Yakuza, Kiwami or Kiwami Two uh, called Frank's house. Oh, I, I, prena-
3: I, I pronounce it Kiwami. Kiwami. Yeah.
0: So the answer the answer is no. We can't think of one. Yeah, the
3: the answer know. is uh, a space harrier in Shenmue. That's a a joke about Shenmue. Blasted. Oh. Uh, Shenmue's. Destroy-ified. Shenmue's good, mm-hmm. whatever.
1: What is the best video game to play in 15-minute sessions?
3: Oh, 15-minute sessions, eh? Mm-hmm. Guilty Gear? I don't know.
0: Half of Half-Minute Hero. Wait, no, no. Um, <laughs> Many times of Half-Minute Hero. Actually, I do think Half-Minute Hero is really good to play in 15-minute se- um, sessions. because
3: People won't get- stop asking me why I don't talk about fighting games. Of course I play fighting games. If I ever want to play a video game for 15 minutes, I... Turn on Guilty Gear. Thank you. Uh,
2: you know, my actual answer is uh, uh, channel surfing a flashcard or a mister. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a kill and it's just like load up some trash. Channel know?
3: surfing a mister is my, uh, that's my nighttime treat.
2: Yeah, Frank, do you take notes if you find a good one? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Um, but, I mean, I, I try to channel surf um, things like Amiga msx commodore 64 you know like i, I try not to do the that the obvious uh consoles and um, mm-hmm. um especially with amiga it's often very rewarding because uh people got real weird on that system they did always british but they got pretty weird and, and it's and, and sometimes it's like, french
0: or german every once in a while that's true yeah
2: yeah, yeah. and they, they got weird in a way that that has not inspired uh future games so I, which I is
0: really fascinating yeah so, so in a way, the answer to the last question could be most Amiga games. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, Chan- like...
2: yeah, In the game of channel surfing Amiga, sometimes there's uh, an interesting mechanic that happens in the unremarkable uh, game of channel surfing the Amiga
3: library. That's right. I, I like to light up cave shooters, but there, there are only so many cave shooters you can play on a mister. Uh, I've got them all. And uh, I do like to light up one of those and play for 15 minutes or so yeah, that's a good one. Uh, at a time.
0: Until we solve the problem of how to get them to be thirty minutes, I think pinball uh, is a
3: pretty good one. Pinball for is a pretty good. So time. it's like the, the whole fifteen minute thing is interesting because like lately, um, games like uh, I you know I hate to bring up games as a service again. The old gas. Uh, yeah. Th- 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 it's like like uh, something like Destiny. If if you're a Destiny player, right? Uh, it's real easy to turn on Destiny, and I've got fifteen minutes before dinner. You know, like look at your watch, right? And you can do something. There's like so many different sizes of experience in there that you can just uh, crack open a cold one and enjoy a thirty-minute strike with your buddies, uh, you know, uh, or or whatever. Or you can take a fifteen-minute uh, mission quest or whatever, grind for your loot if that uh, if it please my lord. I would also say, you know, not to, you know, just, uh, I'll, I will take no further questions on this, though also I will. Like, I'll pop open Fortnite, like whatever, right? People also keep asking why we don't talk about Fortnite on this show. Why don't you guys talk about Fortnite? You're ignoring Fortnite.
2: I feel like we have talked about it a
0: fair
3: it's, amount. It is
2: not my job to be current <laughs> on video games. Yeah, I so know.
3: I have not played Fortnite. But you are ignoring Fortnite. Um, yeah. So you know, I'll 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 talk about Fortnite now. I for a ignore minute. most games, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that one of them. you know. I, in <laughs> fact, uh, I think most of us ignore most video games, and that's the harsh truth. We all have to have to face um you know someone was commenting on how there's just a viral tweet by a streamer you've never heard of with a million twitter followers like every six months that is uh the like commenting on a recent game announcement and being like there's just no good video games anymore and it's like they're always commenting on call of duty or whatever it's like the people who are the most famous people in the world for talking about video games, are ignoring 99.9. Yeah, they're ignoring more well, cause of them. Well, they, because they have to. Yeah right yeah mm-hmm, like they,
2: they have mm-hmm. to play the same game every day as a job so they do they they literally can't play anything else yeah
3: yeah but but it's like there are so many good 15 minute experiences you can crack open in video games that have uh, all the thrills of entire prestige video games all the you can get a full uncharted's worth of fun in 15 minutes of Fortnite if you really if, if that's all the time you've got Fortnite is very very good I mean, I thought PUBG was one of the best design exercises in video game history and uh, in terms of the, uh, the you know, the, the, the top down. And Fortnite is one of the best heavy lifting exercises of game design uh, in video game history as well. Just all the little tiny variables being heavily lifted from place to place. The design task there is absolutely unenviable and it is a wonderfully well-realized thing that exists in the world right now and is free. On any game console you own, you can light it up and have a meticulously, gorgeously good time. They even have really good on-ramping for you if you've never played before. The first time you play, you're going to be playing against a bunch of losers who are level 1 like you. There are so many people playing it all the time. This cannot be overstated. There are so many millions of people playing Fortnite at any given second of the day. That you are guaranteed, especially with today's uh, Gen 4 NVMe M.2 solid state drives, you are guaranteed to be playing Fortnite against humans in less than 20 seconds from double clicking it on your desktop. It's it's quite meticulous. You can have 15 minutes of fun. I'll light up Fortnite uh, at the end of the day if I Mm want to stop myself from reopening Adobe Premiere. Uh, I'll be like, well, I'll just click Fortnite instead. I'll do that you know whatever we might as well talk about it uh, a lot of gamers are doing this they're playing fortnite and they're just not talking about it so i'm breaking the silence here uh brandon do you play fortnite <laughs> do you play
0: fortnite brandon i played it a couple times
3: oh okay see brandon is confessing
0: <laughs>
3: mhm yeah i played it he's breaking the silence i'm i'm also going to add
0: that um most twine games you can play in about 15 minutes and also yeah. uh, loop loop hero is cool loop here is a good it just it and i'll,
3: I'll throw loop. in my own weird one i put on Dench de go uh hashiro yamanote sen for playstation oh, 4 yeah. on my playstation 5 and i smoke it like a bong uh every once in a while i'll do uh i'll i'll uh i'll i'll do a stretch of the old yamanote and i'll i'll really have a good time even though it is it is a very i know uh if there are any Dench de go elitists listening i know it's a casual Dench de go game I know it's... uh, Nothing wrong with that. It's not as hardcore as the old ones. They have a real good... um, It's almost like social games, mobile games, did something good to some types of video games where they they have these daily quests and whatnot. Any game that's got dailies in it, you know, check those out. Thank you.
1: All right, everybody. Uh, Let's go to the lightning round.
3: Oh, wow. All right. Boom. Strike me dead, Jerry.
1: If Richard Garriott is the Lord British of video games, (laughs) who are the other lords? (music) Let's start it out with Lord Canada.
3: Lord Canada? Lord Canada is Dennis Dyack. Dennis Dyack <laughs> is dead! That's
2: the only one I can think of. <laughs>
3: More like Dennis died. We
2: We actually just saw him in person last week, so uh, yep. he is alive. Uh, yep. And as far as we know, still in a Las Vegas casino. I don't yeah. know if we went home.
1: <laughs> Long live Lord Canada. Still.
3: Yeah. Lord Canada, very good. Well, Lord Canadian, I believe, would be the yeah. proper pronunciation. Yeah.
1: Lord Japanese uh Eugene <laughs> Nak dude wearing his Balan wonderworld
3: ruling his balloon wonderworld hat rule, yeah. which is now the photo that is used uh, he the man the man survived he managed to to scam the world for decades into using that picture of him when he was like 23 uh you know like that same photo that black mm-hmm. and white that svelte looking uh, Sears uh, photo studio looking photo of himself. And now every time you see his, his, his jailing and his crimes mentioned it's some goofy cell phone photo of him wearing a blonde Wonderworld hat. Ah, oh, it's very good. He's just ruling over the, the, the Japanese right. video game landscape from, uh, from his, from, his, from jail, his throne of prison. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. How about Lord Irish? Oh Lord, Lord Irish?
0: Irish is the um it's the guy that did um uh Fear Effect
1: oh that god darn guy
0: y- you know you know you know Fear Effect the um the like PlayStation One game that had the the tune shading
3: and oh I know Fear Effect
0: s- sexy ladies and a whole lesbian scene I played
3: all the way through Fear Effect uh two years ago was not was not very fun
0: Lord that's Lord Irish I M H L
3: yeah give it to him I don't care
1: all right Lord Nordics.
0: Lord Nordics. Lord Nordics is that Ragnar Tornquist? Tornquist or is it somebody else?
2: <laughs> There's a lot more Nordic game devs than him.
0: <laughs> no, I know, but but he feels like he might be the... because the the Lord is like, well, actually, it might be too insulting to him because like, the Lord, as we have somehow intuitively defined them, is someone who. Is definitely not the Lord. Yeah. But you know who they are. But they might call themselves that. They I might don't call Ragnar themselves call that. Himself that. Yeah, and so that's why I think I'm probably wrong. It's the startup guy.
2: Like, probably. We, we already know French. I mean, should we just skip that we one?
3: We know Richard <laughs> Garriott's not actually British, right? We, right? You do know that. Everybody knows that, right? Oh, really? Right, he's just a guy yeah. who started calling himself Lord British. You
0: know, I realize. I realize. That oh, wait, he was
3: born in Cambridge, England. Okay. But he's not British. No, he's, he's not. not.
0: Yeah, what about that Stardot guy that kept doing scams? You know what I'm talking about?
3: I don't know. Doesn't no. matter. Are that we guy. just saying David Cage is Lord French? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, yeah, that's what
0: I'm yeah, saying. David Cage yeah. is Lord God. French for sure. Yeah,
3: okay. I mean, he's French as heck, and he's Lord French. Yes. I think he's Lord Cinema. It's, it's... Yeah.
2: Oh, Oh,
1: man. Lord Cinematic. (laughs) Lord British would be in the game. So it's like, does David Cage play his own games? Definitely. He's in his own
2: games, dude.
3: He's probably just sitting there playing them right now. Usually Naka's
0: not in his own games. Um, Are you sure? No.
3: He's in there. Maybe he's
0: Sonic.
1: All right. What about Lord Korea? Lord
0: Lord Korea. Korea. Let's think. He's star
3: of Lost Planet. It
0: might be. Um... I'm thinking about game creators, man, there was that guy that did that series, I don't know. The the people whose names I can think of I don't want to throw under the bus, uh, the proverbial bus. So, um, but uh, maybe it should be whoever created um, that Kart Racer, the um, Nexon's Kart Racer game. Kart Racer? That I think it was just called Kart Racer, that then uh, wound up basically making uh, free to play games. The thing for the entire. Yeah, world. I
1: don't
3: know. I like my Ebiunha answer. I think that's better. Sure.
1: <laughs> All right. Finally, Lord American.
3: Lord American? It's got to be somebody from. Oh, uh, it's Lord uh, British. It's got to be somebody. Uh, it's, from... <laughs> uh, yeah, Lord British. Richard Garrett, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he holds dual citizenship. He's he's <laughs> he's, he's American and British, <laughs> uh It's
0: Ken Levine. <laughs>
3: oh, Ken Levine is oh, Lord yeah. American. Ken
2: Ken Levine, the American Dream.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, it's yeah, it's it's either him or you know that other one the uh, mm-hmm. Warren inspector W S. Warren inspectors a he'd be a pretty good Lord American. I don't know. I think they'd yeah. have to have a clash for it. Can That's you right. imagine Ken Levine and Warren Spector like Duking it out. like really going at each other? Yeah. With uh with like the fists or silverware or whatever, just kind of really, you know, digging into each other. Can you imagine that? I can. I don't want to though. The winner gets to eat the loser's corpse raw. Can you imagine that? That's the ultimate yes. I wanna see. Mm-hmm. That would be rough, dude. <laughs> yeah. One guy wearing a sweater vest. No, I, I mean, I thought about it. it, but
2: I don't
0: know. Maybe John
3: Romero it. could be Lord American. He lives sure, in Ireland he's, now.
0: He's in, he lives in Ireland,
3: yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he could be Lord Ireland. Lord Irish. Yeah. Are there any game developers went to Notre Dame? Does you know, anybody know this off the top of their head? I don't, I don't know. I, I, that, that could be Lord Irish. Uh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's like the one
2: Wikipedia tree. List that doesn't exist. Is the game developers who went to Notre Dame.
3: It should. Okay, so you know, in in summary, uh, the best novel mechanic in an otherwise unremarkable game. Those those pipe puzzles in Bioshock, dude. Yeah. That's a joke. Uh, that's a, did anybody play <laughs> There's those? A they? little 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 circle back. The hacking the hacking puzzles the hacking puzzles with the weird pipe things. Yeah, the really incredible mechanic in the middle of an
1: uninteresting game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's move to recommendations. Oh, no. oh yeah let's do it i got some of those.
2: um i mean this is probably super obvious but um i think that metroid prime uh, remaster is pretty yeah. incredible i think it's great i've been smoking it small puffs maybe i'll finally play it. having a really good time uh, brandon even if you don't want to play it just kind of watch the digital foundry video just to appreciate it as a remake
3: oh um, yeah because yeah. It
2: is, it is, um we tried to define this at one point right like remake versus remaster so this is this is one that falls in between yes where it is um a remake clearly from source slavishly uh recreating the mechanics and feel and everything but all of the assets are newly
3: made everything's new yeah yeah and uh, like
2: they added a lighting system, which you should always. Uh, do. The
3: digital foundry video was hilarious for me because I had already played the game for like three hours at that point, point. and the whole first three hours of the play experience, I was like, you know, the old man, his uh, his his World War Two vet cap. Sitting in the front row, day one of Saving Private Ryan, telling yeah. his kid, "That's what it was like. That's exactly what it was like <laughs> on on the beach." <laughs> and then I'm watching the Digital Foundry video, and I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> did I? I guess I just don't really know what a GameCube game looks like, right? <laughs> I guess I just had no idea. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I definitely didn't know. Uh, I, I didn't. I did. I have no romanticism uh, for." uh gamecube games whatsoever you know no offense to the gamecube uh i know that i mean i think this metroid prime remaster is like about as big an update as the wind waker hd one was Mm -hmm. uh for the the wii u that wind waker hd which uh why why can't i get that on my nintendo switch right you know give me give me some of that right um i saw some people on twitter being mad that it was like a large number of people were upset that the Metroid Prime remaster was thirty nine ninety nine, uh the $40. And they're like, it's an old game. It's 20 years old. Why is it $40? It's like, okay, you know, first of all, Nintendo, if, if this game had not been out of print for such a ridiculously long period of time, maybe people, I don't know, It's 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 one of those games that it's always like, you should play Metroid Prime, you say to somebody, right? How many times in your life, Frank... You encountered a person who you, 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 a conversation evolves and gets to a point where you're like, eh, I should probably recommend this a video a video game to this person. I know just the one, and then it's like, oh, you know, they that they, they're not going to play that because they can't, right? It's like Metroid Prime. Oh, you can't sure. just yeah. you couldn't just tell. You know, I I encounter. A, I'm just going to say it. I I speak to the young people every once in a while. They approach me on the street, literally, like literally. I live near a university. Where apparently a bunch of students watch my YouTube videos and uh, they approach me on the street or at Blue Bottle Coffee or whatever. And we talk about video games and they're like, oh, I like this game. And I'm always like, oh, I know a game you should play. And then it's like, oh, how's this kid going to play that game? Metroid Prime was that game during a conversation I had like three months ago with a kid outside the Blue Bottle Coffee. Uh, And I was like, uh, ah, how are you going to play that though? you got a good enough pc to emulate it you want to get a GameCube? do you have a retro tank it doesn't take much of a pc to emulate it but it, people it, it, people, it does. people are very
2: brandon like and they're scared of that sort of thing
3: well i mean um, you know kids college students with their little laptops or you know whatever uh, kids just kind of carry around ipads these days i think i do want to say having having uh um played this recently
2: the, having played them in this order uh those guys sure did play Power Slave.
3: Yeah, dude. Metroid Prime. They absolutely did. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Power Slave. Uh, Shadow Man. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a bunch of uh, games in the DNA of Metroid Prime that that go unsung. Metroid Prime is just a wonderfully, beautifully designed video game. If you are looking for a game that has all of the 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 hallmarks of, I mean, it is the most nintendo video game possible that is also the most modern video game possible it has so much classic nintendo in it and it's uh, as reinterpreted by these guys in austin texas uh 20 some years ago uh, and i
2: gotta say like i i did not care about the uh uh, four coming out because i had barely played one and that was it but uh, yeah i'm ready i'm ready ready. for now like that worked on me like they they marketed correctly. They, they I paid forty dollars for them to market Metroid Prime Four to me and then sell it to me.
3: I am ready to have spent one hundred and twenty dollars on all three of them if that's their plan. Totally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just I'm like yeah. I'll I'll get the next one uh, and uh you know I'm I'm sure they're gonna if they surprise release Metroid Prime Two uh quote unquote the bad one which surprise still a great video game uh, uh Metroid Prime Two is the one people said was bad. If you, if you all don't know this. Ignore that, though. It's a lovely video game. Uh, and Metroid Prime 3, also a lovely video game. I've played them all exactly once. Um, and Metroid Prime 1, I'm now playing the second time. Did you beat it, Frank? No, no, no. Um,
2: I'm uh, maybe like 30, 40% in or something.
3: It's uh, it's surprisingly real good all the way. So uh, enjoy. <laughs> Have a good time with that one. It's a very good little video game. Little video game. It's It's a good full-size video game. I love the backtrack. Brandon, you got recommendations? Oh, yeah. Something you watched on VHS that people are going to have to look up on eBay? Yeah. That's a joke. What do we got?
0: Uh, one recommendation is to watch out for, for um, when you're buying coconut milk and other products, watch out for companies that use monkey slaves. I don't know if you know about this. <laughs> oh, it's just yeah, been on it. my mind uh, lately. There, there's a company called Chowco that definitely uses monkey slaves but yeah they, they just basically have a bunch of chained up monkeys um that do the the coconut milk the coconut <laughs> harvesting labor <laughs> so oh, you know look that up before you um before you buy coconut milk um yeah uh, an- another thing in a lighter note is if you like me have some arcade games and you want to keep them in electrostatic proof bags uh but you found that the large ones are expensive on the eBay or uh, on the on the wherever you, on the Amazon or whatever you buy them wherever you
3: buy your electrostatic bags uh.
0: wherever you buy where wherever electrostatic bags are sold go to digikey dot com because like you you can buy a a pack of the small like twelve inch ones for for cheap basically anywhere but once you get into like odd sizes like fifteen by twenty or something which is I think one that I have um. It gets really expensive in most places, but digikey.com has them for like 50, 58 cents each. Um, and it's cheap, cheap shipping. So check that out. Cause it was, it was actually quite difficult to find. And I had to ask um, a friend of the show, Patrick Miller, to ask his group of uh, arcade game playing uh, young people, where do you, where do you get those? And that, that was the answer, digikey.com. One more recommendation is that, uh, if if your vegetables go go limp in some way but they don't appear to be bad stick the stems of the vegetables into water and they'll crisp right up. But a lot of people don't know that but like you got you got like some limp kale you got a a soggy carrot drop it in the water it'll be, it'll re- retain its turgidity mm-hmm. uh, or regain it and then you got a whole fresh new vegetable think about it. Or, right,
3: that's it. Uh, Just eat it raw and uh don't bother enjoying it that's what I do. Yeah. I just, it's, I just eat my. Is, eat the right? carrot's
2: still raw. The carrot's still ingested it's still raw. raw. It's just going to yeah. crunch better now. It's just going to be better.
3: I do, I do whatever I can to enjoy my food less, so that that's when fair. I do enjoy a meal, it's like paradise. You
0: should, you should pulp it into a paste, and then it's you can paradise. just,
3: you can just. Down yeah, you it.
0: don't even have to chew. Yeah, that's yeah.
3: true. Yeah, well, I've done that. I've done that. It's not as much fun. I remember once where I thought maybe I should put a little bit of... I thought we were of... removing the phone. Yeah,
2: wait, wait. Was this fun? <laughs> Hang on.
3: Uh, well, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't do it anymore. Um, no. Where I was like, oh, maybe I, was... I should put a little bit of stevia into this uh, this water and spinach uh, that I'm blending. And then it's like, no. That sounds awful. Uh, well, no, <laughs> stevia is very good for you is the problem. Stevia no. has... It's a, not good for me. Has a, Well, I mean... No, it is good for you. You just don't, if you don't like it, that's a different thing. Yeah, uh, as no. Jack LaLanne always said, if it tastes good, spit it out. That's my motto. Nice. Eating dirt. And that's why <laughs> Jack LaLanne, you know, Jack Leland was all about eating terrible food. Mates. How old did that guy, Stones. he was like a 112 years old, something like that. He lived to be an old man. He's the juice do man. you got
1: any recommendations for us?
3: No, I don't do recommendations
1: sometimes right? he does
3: but people he people doesn't. ask me for recommendations too often so I try to not 96 Jack of the Land was 96 years old
1: uh, I recommend that you watch the Katsuhito Ishii film The Taste of Tea from 2004 which oh is good film it's about the surreal nature of daily life and how beautiful Tochigi Prefecture is it's on archive.org
3: Just I to smoked in Tochigi it. once
1: Yeah, great. Uh, I also recommend that you rate and review our show on whichever platform you're listening to this on, as well as support us on Patreon.com slash Instacredit, where you can submit questions to our panel, get access to bonus episodes where our most delicious interstitial opinions can be found. You can also join our community at forums.instacredit.com or look for Instacredit on YouTube.
3: Yeah, incredible. That's true. Brandon, are you not a fan of Jack Leland? You know, he's from Oakland, right? uh well then i have to be he's an oakland hero <laughs> he opened one of the one of america's first fitness gyms in oakland california in 1936 dang yeah and all then right, he well, died in 2011
1: i'm colin aka mox bagel
3: i'm frank sepaldi i'm tim rogers i'm brandon sheffield
1: and a little bit of Chaco in my life a little bit of epon by my side <laughs> a little bit of grencoots all i need a little bit of nork the mysterious what i see
3: <laughs> Very good. Go. Uh, that's <laughs> Toe Ball number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what?